bringing hope to many around the globe, transforming lives into legacies. Live in Word with Pastor Mensa Otterville. And now, today's word. Well, let's get into the word of God. And uh, as you know, uh, our theme for this year is leadership. And uh, I'm going to spend uh, the whole year teaching on leadership. I'm going to invest a lot in developing the leadership skills and capacities of members of this church. It's going to be a great year. Um, I'm going to do a lot on teach uh, on leadership, but today I want to answer a very fundamental uh, question. And so this is going to be almost like an overview of uh, most of the things that I will be teaching, uh, both on Sundays and on Tuesdays, and also in the mentoring classes. Um, uh, on leadership. So my message is simply titled, What is Leadership? It's just trying to answer what we mean when we talk about leadership. What is leadership? It's very clear from the scriptures that God uses people to do his will. When you look through the Bible, you would find that God uses individuals, he uses groups, he uses nations to show people what he wants them to do. From marriage right through to the nuclear family, to extended family, to tribe, to nations, God shows us the need for leadership. And today I'm going to focus my teaching on just one passage of scripture. It is based on Moses' prayer for a new leader for Israel. It is at a time when Moses is coming to the end of his time as a leader. Uh, God had told him that he wouldn't go to the promised land and he begins to pray to God for a leader. And in that prayer, he sets out some qualities of what he's praying for and in God's response, God gives him guidance as to how to find that leader or who that leader was. So we go to Numbers chapter 27 and we'll read from verses 15 to verse number 20. Numbers chapter 27 from verse 15 to verse number 20. Numbers is in the Old Testament of your Bible. Uh, the Old Testament of your Bible is at the beginning of your Bible. And so you start with Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, and then Numbers is the fourth book of the Bible. Numbers chapter 27 and verse 15 to 20 and I just want to encourage everybody that when you're coming to church you come with a Bible you come to church with a Bible you go to eat with a spoon or a fork and knife you go to football match with boots on you go to the gym with 
gym clothes, you go to church with the Bible. So you don't ever go to church without the Bible. These days you can find the Bible uh, as an app on your uh, tablet, not tablet medicine, but electronic tablet. And you can find the Bible even on your phone. If you're going to use your Bible on the phone, just make sure that your phone is on silent and then you can, you can use it. Uh, so we don't want you receiving calls uh, whilst the service is going on. So you can use your app and uh, you can also have your uh, book Bible. But everybody must have a Bible because it's important to read the scripture yourself and sometimes underline it or highlight it and make notes. So Numbers chapter 27. And if you don't have a Bible, look into somebody's Bible whilst I'm reading. Numbers 27, verse 15 to 20. Then Moses spoke to the Lord, saying, Let the Lord, the God of the spirits of all flesh, set a man over the congregation, who may go out before them and go in before them, who may lead them out and bring them in that the congregation of the Lord may not be like sheep which have no shepherd. And the Lord said to Moses, Take Joshua, the son of Nun, with you, a man in whom is the Spirit, and lay your hand on him. Set him before Eleazar the priest and before all the congregation." And inaugurate him in their sight. And you shall give some of your authority to him. That all the congregation of Israel. Of the children of Israel. May be obedient. It's a very interesting conversation between God and Moses. And he gives us some important insights into leadership. And I'm going to focus everything I teach on this passage. It will be my main text. So my message is going to be based on, on questions and my answer to the questions. There are about five questions we're going to consider today. The first one is, what is leadership? What is leadership? What do we mean when we say leadership? There are many definitions for leadership. And over the years, I've read uh, a lot of books on leadership. I don't do as much reading as I used to some years ago, but I've studied leadership, I think, probably more than any other subject uh, uh, in my life. I have studied leadership from the Bible. I have studied military leadership. I have studied corporate leadership. I've studied church leadership. I've studied... Uh, Leadership in the sports world. Uh, I've studied leadership in, in so many areas of life. I have read biographies of great leaders. I've read autobiographies of great leaders. I've read critiques of the lives of great leaders. Um, I have studied the subject of leadership quite extensively. And uh, in all my study, there are so many definitions people have uh, about leadership uh, it's always difficult to define it. Somebody said uh, leadership is difficult to define, but when you see it, you will know it. 
it's, it's like uh, beauty. Uh, what is beautiful? You can't define beauty, but when you see it, you will know. And when you see somebody pretending to be, you will also know. So that's how leadership is, is like. Uh, it's difficult to define. It is something that is more felt than told. And over the years, I have used different definitions for leadership. But today, because I'm focusing my teaching on the text, I am going to define my, uh, what I call leadership from the text. And my, my message today is based on the leadership in a transformational sense. So if you look at verse 16 and 17, it says, let the Lord, the God of the spirits of all flesh, set a man over the congregation that he may go out before them and go in before them who may lead them out and bring them in. So Moses wanted God to give Israel someone who would lead them out and bring them in. Lead them out and bring them in. Now what did he mean by lead them out and bring them in? To lead them out is to, is to drive them to go and get something done. Uh, to, to be able to make them go out and achieve something. To bring them in is after they have achieved, put them back together, encourage them, nurture them, teach them, and train them. So uh, it gives you some idea of what leadership is. And this is my definition based on the text. The ability to inspire yourself and others to move in a desired direction. The ability to inspire yourself and others to move in a desired direction. True leadership must be self-inspired before it can inspire other people. Leadership is not just standing aside and telling others what to do. It is modeling the way, it is showing the way, it's being an example. And, they, and, and leaders drive people by inspiration. Inspiration can be achieved through your good example, through communicating clearly, to, through motivating people. So when leadership calls for something to be done, they also get involved in getting them done. He says we want somebody who can lead them out and bring them in. You see involvement. He doesn't send them out and call them in. But he goes with them out and comes with them in. The leader is a participant. He is not somebody who just stands afar and looks on to see what others would do. So leadership, by my definition, is the ability to inspire yourself and others to move in a desired direction. You desire this is where we want to go or this is what we want to do and the leader inspires himself and other people together. Second question we want to answer. Why is leadership important? Why is it important that we have leaders? Can't we just live our lives by ourselves? Can't we just go where we want to go? Why is it important to have leadership? 
Can you think of what a hospital would be like full of patients without a doctor, a nurse, or any staff? People go to the hospital, they are sick, and there is no doctor, there is no nurse, and there is nobody else. How are they going to get help? They need a leader. The doctor is a leader, the nurse is the leader. Can you think of a community without any law enforcement agents or a nation without a parliament, although we wish sometimes there was no parliament in Ghana, but can you think of what it is without a parliament, everybody makes laws for themselves, or without a president, everybody decides that this is what we must do? Uh, that, would, that would lead to chaos. A nation without leadership would end up in chaos. So the one word that describes the absence of leadership is chaos. So it's essential that we have leadership. Otherwise, we would have chaos. So if we look at our text in verse 17, it says that the congregation of the Lord may not be like sheep which have no shepherd. Why is it important to have leadership so we will not be like sheep without a shepherd? Without leadership, we are like sheep without a shepherd. We would move in any direction whatsoever so leadership is important and the reason it's important it gives us guidance it gives us guidance leadership gives us guidance a leader or leadership guides a doctor or a nurse is a guide in a hospital a teacher is a guide in the classroom. Maybe adults can manage without a teacher in the classroom, but if I think of a typical class one classroom without a teacher, uh, that is a recipe for chaos. Uh, or a nursery school without a teacher. So, leadership provides guidance. A pastor guides the church. A teacher guides the class. The doctor guides the hospital. Without leadership, we will be alive, but we would not have clarity as to what we have to do. A leader guides the sheep to desired destinations. Leadership organizes us or helps us to be organized. Without leadership, we will not be organized. Have you ever been in one of those bad traffic jams in Accra? I've seen some bad traffic. You know, other, when I sometimes go to the Western world, people say they have traffic. I say, you have no idea what traffic jam is. Don't, don't talk about it. When you are stuck, especially at a junction where there is supposed to be a traffic light, and the traffic light is off, by the way, the traffic light is a leader. It's part of a leadership system. Uh, and, and the traffic light is up and there is no policeman. And uh, as happens that in Ghana, we, it almost like, like a spaghetti mix-up in the traffic. You know, All the cars somehow have managed to crochet themselves like a knitting crochet. And, and they're stuck at a junction. And nobody knows what to do 
Everybody is angry, but we are stuck. The, the, the problem is uh, uh, all of us who are angry are part of the problem, but we are angry. They say, you move, and the other person says, you move. And nothing is moving. And you can be stuck in that place for hours without any progress. And then somehow somebody gets out from his car or somebody from the neighborhood comes in, hits on a few cars and says, you wait, you move, you do that, you do that. And within five minutes, the whole traffic is eased up. Everybody goes to his way. What has happened? A leader emerged. A leader emerged. Leadership helps us to be organized. Without leadership, it's difficult for people and societies to be organized. That's why it's important it's for guidance, for organization. Number three, leadership helps us to focus our strengths. Helps us to focus our strengths. To use our strengths well. A coach in a team helps the players to play at their best position. Most sportsmen will cite a coach as the most important factor in the growth of their skills. When we were kids, we went to play football. People just decided what they would do. And somebody said, I will be a goalkeeper. And the other boy says, you won't be a goalkeeper. Me too, today I will be a goalkeeper. So sometimes there's a small fight over who will be goalkeeper. And the one who is beating decides, well, after all, he won't be goalkeeper. And somebody says, I'll play uh, number five. Those days, defense, every defender was number five. Somebody says, I'll play number five. And the other person says, no, I'll play number five. And, the, and, and before we start the game, there is a lot of fight. Because nobody is there to guide the team. And people are playing sometimes to their weakness. But a leader helps you to focus on your strength. And what a coach does is, who is a leader, is he looks at the boys playing and decides by the way you run and the way you move and, and your reflexes, you are better in this position. Sometimes even the player doesn't want to play that position. But the coach will position you there because he sees something greater in you than you see in yourself. And all of a sudden, after three years, that player is going to say, that coach was the best person I ever met in my life. Why? Because a leader came and helped them to discover their strength. The reason we have leadership is it helps us to focus on our strengths. And leadership enables us to achieve our goals. Leadership creates the atmosphere for us to do the things we are called to do. One of the key values of leadership is that it makes us part of larger groups and larger efforts so that we are able to do things that we couldn't have done on our own. Everybody who has achieved something has achieved it because some other people helped him or her to be part of the success. That is what leadership does. Leadership is able to put teams together, groups together, and helps people to achieve their goals. Without leadership, we may be very talented, but achieve very little. 
Leadership is critical for achieving goals. So Moses is praying and he says, God, give us a leader so that we will not be like sheep without a shepherd. Sheep is sheep. Without a shepherd, the sheep will still be sheep. But the sheep may be confused, may not know where to go for the green pastures, may not know where to go for the water. It may get to the water, but after too much struggle, it may not be able to protect itself from wild animals. The shepherd's job is to make sure that the sheep optimizes its talents and abilities and gets the best. That's what leadership is. It helps us to be guided, to be organized, to be focused, and to achieve what we have to achieve. Third question. This is an important one. Who is a leader? Who is a leader? What are the things that mark out a person as a leader? When Moses was praying to God, what, what was he looking for to let him know that so-and-so was a leader and so-and-so was not a leader. Now, if you look at Moses' prayer, uh, and, and uh, this is what he says. Let the Lord God, the God of all spirit, the spirits of all flesh, set a man before the people who may go out before them and go in before them. A leader is one who is set over the people. He says, let the Lord set a man over the congregation. So how do you know somebody has been, is a leader? He's set over the people. And I'm going to explain what that means. A leader is one of the people, but stands out from the people. He's one of them, but stands out from them. A doctor in the, in the hospital is a human being. Like you and I. Sometimes the doctor you are talking to may even be sick. Doctors too get sick. He may actually be sick with the same disease you are talking to him about. But we report to the doctor. And when we go to the hospital, you don't go and throw your weight about and try to cure yourself. Because if you really thought you could cure yourself, why do you go to the hospital? The moment you go to the hospital, you are submitting to the doctor. You're submitting to the nurse. So the, the doctor then in that context is set above you. Now, I am a pastor of this church and in this congregation I'm set above you. I'm not better than you but I'm set above you. But if I have to come and see you in the hospital and you are a doctor, a member of this congregation, I come to see you in the hospital, you are set above me. If you are a banker and I come to see you for financial help, in the bank, you are set above me, but I'll wait for Sunday, I'll be set above you. <laughs> All right. So, so the leader is set above the people. Now, why is the leader set above the people? Is he set above the people to, because he's better to bully them? Now, the doctor is set above the people, but he serves the people. He serves the people. In the hospital, the nurse is set above me, but she serves me or he serves me. They are there to make sure I perform better. So we are not set above people to bully them, but we are set above people to serve them. 
for us to really lead people, we must be set above the people. Now, how are you going to be set above the people? You have to know what they don't know. You know, when, when we were kids, we said that you, you can't read the handwritings of doctors. These days I'm able to read. I don't know whether I have grown or they have improved their handwriting. But I, I think because I've learned a lot, I can make sense of what they are writing. But, but you know, doctors were mysteries. Because they had all these funny, long, you know, uh, sentences and words. And when you have a simple problem, they're going to exaggerate the word to describe it. And, and you just feel so intimidated. And they wear their white. And you go to the hospital, it smells of penicillin. Even before, even before you talk about your problem, you're already feeling the anointing or penicillin and the clothes and the garments and, and you know they, they knock your head a little bit and they say mm. <laughs> mm, shake their head mm. and you wonder what is he mm, about am I going to die <laughs> open your mouth you open your mouth how many of you have been to the doctor the doctor said open your mouth he said I won't open my mouth you open your mouth you can be president, you open your mouth. Why? Because he's set above you. Why is he set above you? He knows more about your condition than you know about yourself. It is his knowledge and competence that sets him above you. So leaders are set above the people. How they set above the people is, is not because they, they are better people, but they, in that field, they know better than you. And so they are set above you. So if you're going to be a leader, you must be set above. You can't be ordinary in an area and be a leader in that area. If you're going to be a leader in that area, you have to be set above the congregation. You have to be one step higher. You have to be higher in, in character, in integrity, in knowledge, in scope, in ability, in execution, in, in what you do, you have to be set above. Now, I understand that sometimes when people are set above, they throw their weight about. And it's a worldwide thing, but since I'm a Ghanaian, I will say that we do it a lot. Uh, we throw our weight about because we are set above. But when we are set above, we are set above so we can serve. Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otebe, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensah Otebe. Email otebe at centralgospel.com or call plus 233-302-688-000.